Well, we're out of hoist again. I well, see you up there. No, we've got the powder. We got the big powder packs. Okay. All right. But we're out of the pre-mixed bottle. <laughs> Should be getting close to time for our new drop. Though. We're 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 on a monthly subscription, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Allie upped it for us, so this next one should be a lot more. I told her, um, I told her we like it so much we drink it. I drink it for dinner. If we don't have tea or something, <laughs> I like something flavored with my dinner. I'll walk in here, I'll grab a bottle and drink it with dinner. It's good stuff, man. We're loving it. Uh, for you guys that don't know, Hoist is our um, podcast. Well, really, three or seven project partner in terms of hydration supplement. And uh, we have been using their products for a couple oh. of months now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's really great stuff. It has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, one half the amount of sugar, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial preservatives, sweeteners, or dyes. It's BPA-free, made in the USA. And so... They fit perfectly with our mission, and uh, they also have a great product, mm -hmm. and we're loving it, man. Well, let me tell you this. I, I had a bottle in my range bag, and we went to the range to shoot, and I popped it open. I drank a little bit. I didn't drink at all. put the lid back on. And about three weeks later, I, when we went back there with James, I pulled the bottle out, and I took a drink, and I said... Uh, James was like, oh, there's that hoist y'all been talking about. And I said, yeah. I said, and I, what I like about it is that it's clear. It's all mm -hmm. flavored, but it's clear. There's no dying. And I turned it upside down, and there was three big old mold spores in it. And I said, dang, this mess is molded. But I had opened the bottle already. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I said, well, I guess that really goes to show about the preservatives. I said, you ever seen a Gatorade mold before? No. <laughs> they never seen a molded Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's really good with coffee. Hoist and coffee is really they really complement each other. I remember you trying that yeah. on the coffee dehydrates you and hoist hydrates you. So it about even out. They right? taste real good together. So yeah, mm -hmm. now you can drink your coffee, take a sip of coffee, take a sip of hoist, and you're gonna maintain your level of hydration. It's almost like you didn't drink anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this episode's brought to you by Hoist. Uh thank you guys for um, supporting the companies that support the 307 podcast. Hey, man, I love doing the podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of money to produce the show. Uh, and we rely on certain partners like Hoist. We're very limited on who we will partner with, and we rely on our Patreon members. They keep the show alive, man. And that seems to be the, uh, that's, you know, it seems to be the, just the natural way of things. There are a small percentage of people that are willing to contribute to keep things moving forward. Mm -hmm. uh, in all aspects of life, it's like there are a small percentage of people who are willing to sacrifice some little part of whatever it is. Even goes back to the lesson that we learned on the basic course that we talked about with Becca picking up the balloon. It's like um, those people, you guys that support us on Patreon, you're so valuable to us. And our partners like Hoist, you are valuable to us because you allow us to do the show, which in turn 
hopefully helps hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And um, that's just the way it works. And and if you guys don't support the products that support us, they're not going <laughs> to support us. They're going to say, hey, nobody from your audience is buying this. We're, yeah. we're going to discontinue ads. So if you get something from the from the podcast, there's um, there's basically three things that you can do that we would ask you to do to be a contributor to the show so that we can keep doing the show, keep bringing people on the show, and uh, keep pouring time and effort into this. Three things you can do. You can support the companies that support the show, like Hoist, um, by purchasing their product. They give us a pro code. I'll attach it in the show notes of this episode so you actually get a discount. Uh, you can join us on Patreon where we do a lot of fun stuff. And the third thing that you can do, if you're not able to do those other two things, which I totally get that if you're not, uh, is share the show with somebody and leave us a review on iTunes. Mm -hmm. That doesn't cost you anything, uh, but it, it does help the show grow. And so that's the 37 pod, podcast uh, lowdown on how all this happens. Did y'all know we have to make a living too? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, we are definitely not independently wealthy. <laughs> I think some people might get confused sometime. We are not independently wealthy. No. And um, uh, yeah, this is the 3 of 7 project. We're, we are a podcast at a training company. Mm -hmm. That's what we do around here. All right. Welcome back. This is just going to be a short episode. Um, I, I was kind of at a, at a loss for what was, I don't know, what I wanted to talk about. I'm just feeling super chill this morning. But something that has been on my heart, and I guess I've mentioned it a few times, is um, I mentioned it one time at the very end of, I think, our last podcast, and then I mentioned it on a post the other day. And it is this, uh, all, all of the things that you see being said about this Leah Thomas person that is the male swimmer that has decided he wants to be a female, and now he is swimming against the females, and he's crushing all of them. And, uh, man, a lot of people are just, a lot of people are just all about this man and you know i can see i can see like definitely why that makes people upset uh and there i think there it's it's for me it's determining where if you're upset about this you're concerned about this like where do you direct that anger or frustration well you should not direct your anger or frustration toward the person, mm -hmm. this Leah Thomas. I, 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 I don't, it feels weird for me to even call this person Leah Thomas. I don't know what their male name is. Um, and I think it's really easy to direct some of that anger and frustration toward this person. And I see that happening. I mean, I see people making fun of this person and, and just talking mad crap about them and, and all this stuff. And it's like, man, this person is obviously not in a good place. Um, like the rest of us, this person is, is broken and 
this person is extremely confused. Uh, you know, I'm not a medical professional. I, I, I can't diagnose this person with any mental illness or whatever you want to call it. But this person is very confused. And how do you, how, how would you, any, any other person out there that is sick or confused or, or not in a good place, how do you treat them? You don't make fun of them. You don't put them down. You don't talk crap about them. You, you try to give them the things that they need to get better. And, um, you know, ultimately that's what this person needs. They don't, they don't, I, I could only imagine, uh, where this person is at mentally. If you want to direct your anger or frustration toward some thing or some, some group of people, direct it toward the, the leaders of the organization that is allowing this person to compete, uh, alongside these females. Mm-hmm. Right, they're the ones that are determining the rules. There, it's it's. I guess there's an organization that uh, runs the swimming competitions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about swimming. I don't freaking care about swimming. It's about the least important thing on earth, in my opinion. And um, so, directed at them, but like, don't get mad at this person. And ultimately, why is all this happening? You guys, uh, I know a lot of you guys feel like we're living in the matrix here. A lot of you guys probably feel like that when you're 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 like, what? How is what is going on? Like, what? what how are how are people this confused? Um, well, uh, for a lot of you guys listening, it's partly your fault. <laughs> it's partly your fault. All of this stuff, all of this transgender, all of this transsexual, all this homosexual, all this um, uh, um, pedophilia, all this stuff, it all falls under the, the same umbrella. It all falls under one umbrella, sexual perversion. It's, it is the perversion of the, uh, how nature dictates Sex, the act of sex, and also your biological sex, right? It all falls under sexual perversion. And it all started, it is all started with society uh, basically accepting uh, homosexuality as a, as a thing. And by mean, by what I mean, accepting it means that nobody can touch it anymore. Nobody can dispute it. Nobody can say anything about it. It really all started with that. Well, even above that, that it can, it's embraced now. Not that. That's no, what nobody I mean. Can, yeah. Th- that's what I mean by the the acceptance of it. And and like, you've got people that are really, really. I mean, I don't know how you could be any more confused. Than if you're confused about how biological sex works and functions, it's it's so cut and dry, and so many of you that have chosen to embrace these, uh, I guess you would say, 
more culturally acceptable forms of sexual perversion that have been around for now decades, many of you that have chosen to embrace these things, it's, it's partly your fault that now it's gotten to the point that it's gotten where we are actually discussing uh, the, the acceptance of pedophilia um, when we're actually legitimizing a, cho- uh, a confused decision to say you're a different sex than you are and we acknowledge that as something that's real. It, it's all, if you've started, you started, you said, ah, well, I can accept this level of sexual perversion and you thought that it would stop there. But it, is, it just keeps degrading, degrading, degrading. And we're almost to the lowest level that it can degrade to. So, you know, if you're one of those people, you need to think about, you need to think about what you, how you have, what, what has your posture been toward all these sexual, sexually perverse lifestyles over the last however many decades of your life, what have you, what has your posture been about them? And here's the thing: when I talk about posture, I mean it's it doesn't look like you freaking putting again putting these people down that are confused yeah. and broken and and just whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, I I automatically want to call it mental illness, but. A lot of people could, I think, take that the wrong way. Like I, like I'm now putting these people down. Yeah. No, I mean it's this is the same. It's like addiction, man. It's like addiction. It's it's really easy to put an addict down, uh, and and think of them as just the lowest form of life and just a, a totally destructive turd of a person. But in all reality, there's a beautiful human locked in these people somewhere. They're just bound by this sickness by this disease and so how do you treat them you give them the tools that they need to get better you you be honest with them right and well, you support them and you help them recover that can be done um so yeah you need to think about your posture toward all this stuff over the last few decades and it doesn't look like you going out and marching up and down the streets and and putting these people down you should feel grieved that that they're having to deal with this man like it should grieve your heart and you should you should if you ever have the opportunity be there to support and love and and counsel these people in a in a loving way yeah. and just be there for them man if you have that feeling toward people I mean, you got to do some self-assessment because if you're a Christian and you have those feelings, you're gonna want to say, "No, I don't have those feelings," because you know it's wrong. So you got first, you got to do like a real self-assessment. And if you do have those feelings, we can't tell you how to get like how to treat that person. We can't tell you how to get over that. And really, it just has to be revealed to you that if you're doing that, then you have just as much a heart problem as that person has a heart problem. Yeah. Now, to the degree of, of repercussion that it causes on earth may be different, but your heart is messed up just like theirs is because if you're treating them that way and you're a Christian, then, that, then it's totally wrong. It's totally wrong. And you think, 
there's a beautiful person inside of an addict. There's a beautiful person inside of a sexually confused person. There's a beautiful person inside a murderer. Look at Saul, who was then Paul in the Bible. And so there's beautiful people inside of everybody, and it, you got to look at everybody that way. The the We've talked about the reason we talk about this topic, and we won't rehash it. But think about that with everybody that you that you come into contact with and there it's a heart problem it's not you people always try to treat the symptom of of what the problem is and not actually get at the heart of it yeah and i mean I, i'm qualified to talk about this transition in the way that you look at look at people because i've been there man like there was a time in my life where like i was vehemently opposed to homosexuals mm-hmm. um like there was a time in my life where like I couldn't tolerate I, I didn't I didn't because of the posture of my heart I wouldn't tolerate being being around them like it was that that's where I was at and man it's been such a progression to me to um now treat these people as as I would treat any other human they're they're absolutely no different they're just really um they're really struggling with something. Uh, and I think it makes it hard, man, because people are either, people are either at play acting like there's nothing wrong with it or people are either hating on them. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't get anyone in between. That's just like, you know, there for them. Well, how can you hate on anybody? If you are hating on other people, you think that you're better than that person. That's all there is to it. If you think less about somebody else, that means you think you're more. And that that's the first problem. I mean, you cannot hate, as you want to call it, on anybody. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Ha- Imperfection is, it, I mean, wrong is wrong, bad is bad. And so you think you're good. And that's pride in your heart. And that's why you're attacking the, the other people or group of people. And to see it for what it is, just like you explained, is, is where it all has to start. But you're not, nobody can learn this for you. You got, you got to mm-hmm. do your own work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good friend of ours said the other day, this is, I don't realize how many people this sexual perversion is affecting. A good friend of ours said the other day, hey, uh, they have a they have a young child, and the young child of theirs has a good friend that has been a lifelong friend of that child. They've been best best buddies, and uh, that friend basically the other day said, "Hey, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what gender I am anymore, and I don't know, um, I don't know what." sex of people I'm attracted to anymore. And this is like a, uh, like a 12 year old kid. And it's crazy because nobody knows how to act. Everybody's like, well, how do we treat this situation? It's like, sit this child down and give them loving counsel. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, let me, let me help you understand what, what the the not only the biology of your sex and sex entails 
It, it only can work this way, but also from a, from a biblical standpoint, help hmm. them understand why we were created this way in terms of sex. Yeah. It's all there. It's like sit this person down and lovingly counsel them and explain this to them instead of just not knowing what to do and then just doing nothing because you're yeah. you're scared you're you're going to what you're not going to offend them if you sit, if you genuinely lovingly counsel them from a place of of caring for this person's health mm-hmm. i mean it's it's definitely better to do something than nothing and it's worthwhile to tell them the logic behind things but i have seen it in many other occasions to where you try to explain logic to someone about an illogical thing and a kid may be different because maybe they really don't understand it but yeah. an adult they they really already know the logic but it's illogical mm-hmm. and so it's not going to change anybody's mind i think it, but maybe a kid, because maybe truly they don't understand. Yeah, it. the kid, I think, is just really con- the confusion starts with what they're seeing around it's just them. Ignorance. It, I mean, they don't know. Yeah. In a an adult, I think it is a different, a mm-hmm. totally different approach. Yeah. I mean, you could sit an adult down and try to do that with with an adult person. I mean, what would the approach be with with an adult? I think it's just, um, one, being a a loving presence in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Showing showing the love of Christ it it, go, it even goes back to that dream that I had if this if, if we're saying these people are actually um, if, if you want to say sick and when I say sick don't take that the wrong way don't mean like I'm being like oh that's a sickening person no I mean like sick like with something like with a, a disease mm-hmm. um, like just being there for them loving them showing them the light of Christ because if somebody's if somebody has a sickness, if somebody has cancer, uh, they don't have the power within them mm-hmm. to rid themselves of cancer. Yeah, like it's gonna take, it's gonna take treatment, or it's gonna take some divine intervention mm-hmm. to 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 heal this person from this sickness. So the simple logic of it is probably not going to change their mind. Yeah, uh, you just have to be that that. Light. You are a light, man. You are a light. And you have to that's who you have to be around that person. You have to pray for that person. You have to love that person. And and that's the best thing that you can do, I yeah. think, for, for an adult. Which is the kind of the that's the method that I've taken with the people that are suffering from this sexual perversion that are in my life. Yeah. And in my family. Right? Yep. They're welcome at my table. They're welcome at my house. They're 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 I treat them as I would treat any other human. Mm-hmm. That's it. So that's all I wanted to say on that. We won't keep beating that dead horse. I just ultimately, if you're feeling frustration and anger about this, I understand. I understand when you're looking at something that is really, really confusing, it frustrates you. But don't direct that at the person. And in terms of this sports thing, direct it at the people who run the organization that makes the rules. Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're the ones that are accountable. And look at yourself and what is your posture toward these 
sexually perverse lifestyles from the top down because it's going to keep snowballing. Yep. And um, have some courage, man. That's all I got. Enough said.